Leah had never really been one to watch the news. She'd always read the newspapers for work, mostly the entertainment section for the reviews, and occasionally the sports. But by her second month in Atlanta, she had learned to tune in to the five o'clock local broadcast, at least on the days when Andy and Sean were on duty. She'd also programmed an alert that would pop up on her phone whenever the words Atlanta, downtown, and either fire or fatality appeared in the bulletin. Because when they did, the odds were good that her boys would be coming home sore of body and heart and full of need. The need expressed itself differently in each of them. Sean needed to touch and be touched. Andy needed to be inside of her now. So on the evenings when Leah was able to be at the apartment when they came home, she would wear a bathrobe with nothing on beneath. And all of their fear and sorrow and love would pour into her, and she would give them light. Respite. Surcease. Reassurance that they were alive, and she was alive, and life was not all flame and tangled metal, but also joy and love and heavy doses of physical pleasure and all of the wonderful things that went with them. She wouldn't have invented it, but Leah was relieved that Sean and Andy were gone at least two nights a week. In the first place, it gave her poor lucky body a chance to recover. Each of the boys had at least as much stamina and desire as even the most energetic of her former lovers, and between them they made sure that her body was ravaged every night. Body really wasn't meant to take that kind of pleasure. Not that Leah was ever going to complain. The other reason that she didn't mind their being gone, even as she missed them, was that it made their homecoming so amazing. That particular Saturday, she actually saw them on the big flat screen while she was finishing preparations for dinner. The story, which lasted all of 15 seconds, was about a six-car pileup earlier that afternoon at the tangled cloverleaf that connected I-85 to Highway 10. The anchor reported blithely that the accident had been caused by a texting driver and that Atlanta Fire and Rescue had transported four people to the hospital where two were listed in critical condition, but that three people had died at the scene, including a two-year-old girl. The video showed firefighters using the jaws of life to peel the roof off of one of the cars. It was crumpled like a beer can. As one of the firefighters reached through the hole, the one who had been handling the pneumatic cutter turned toward the camera. She'd have recognized that dimpled chin anywhere. Andy. The other firefighter turned and shouted something, square jaw, eyes that were blue even through the face mask. Sean, they looked grim. They'd be headed home now, showered off, but still smelling of the ghosts of smoke and gasoline and adrenaline. Pursing her lips, Leah picked up her phone and texted them. I just saw you on TV, the accident. Okay? She'd expected a reply from Andy, because Sean usually drove them home. Instead, it was Sean who answered, No, not really. Bad day at the office. No kidding, thought Leah. It was always hard for the boys whenever they couldn't save someone but a little girl. She texted back, So sorry. ETA? Traffic sucks, came the answer. Half hour. I'll be waiting, Leah answered. Can I take your minds off your troubles? Please. Then, a few seconds later, Andy says, fuck yes. Well then, 
I will give you the hero's welcome you deserve. A pause. And then, not heroes. Not today. Yes, you were. Yes, you are. You are my heroes every day. Sean didn't respond to that. Dammity damn damn, she thought. Leah found herself looking around, considering. Lasagna in the oven, a salad for Leah and Sean ready in the fridge. Green beans boiled to hell the way Andy liked them, warming on the stove, but their hunger wouldn't turn to their stomachs for a while. She texted one last time, I promise I will help make you feel much better. I have a surprise for you. With a nod, Leah downed her shot to give her courage, dropped her robe to the floor, and went to prepare.